Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Greetings, 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 everybody, and greetings, Leon. What's up, Magna Gopal, and the millions and millions of people that are listening to us around the world right now. Welcome to another episode of A Naked Encounter. If you haven't surpri- uh, sub- surprised, if you, if haven't, you haven't surprised, surprised. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you go and check out our Facebook group. Give us a like there. We do share a couple of our hilarious background mo- moments, moments in the background. Actually, we have a good one from today's recording that I'm going to add. You'll have to, you'll have to guess what is wrong with Leon in this video. Um, but yeah, check out our Facebook group. That's where we post all of our updates and follow us on Instagram as well at Naked and Counting. Give us a good review on Spotify as well. Everything helps. Yes, indeed. And share, obviously. Yeah. And speaking of sharing, Leon, this is, this is a reverse segue. <laughs> it is, right? You started it off. <laughs> I was following your lead. I was like, hold on, where are we going now? And uh, until next time. <laughs> But speaking of sharing, Leon just went to a Congress in Sofia, Bulgaria, and I am super curious about your experience. So you want to share that with us? Because apparently you can't hang. You still can't hang. And as of this recording, it's like uh, 24 hours after I um, got home from uh, Sofia and I was traveling for a long time on buses, trains, planes, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm still suffering. Jesus, I cannot hang anymore. You're right. I remember, you know, back in the days I could drink and party and dance till seven o'clock in the morning, sleep one hour, then go and teach a workshop and then go and rehearse and then go and perform. I could do all of that. And then on Monday, when I get home, maybe I'll have a long sleep and then Tuesday I'm ready to go again. No, can't do that anymore. I remember can't those days. do that anymore. I did. I had a couple of beers on uh, Friday and Saturday night. I was feeling good. And then on Sunday night, the boys were trying to get me, trying to get me, trying to tempt me with that vodka. And Jesus, wow. Can't do it anymore. That's it. That's enough. So anyway, the, I had a good time. Well, the reason I know he can hang is because we were actually supposed to do our recording <laughs> yesterday. And this motherfucker passed out with the laptop and everything set up waiting to <laughs> waiting to do our recording but completely passed out so yeah Listen, I, I i went to bed at like maybe five six in the morning and then i had to get up at eight then i had to travel i'm telling you i got and i had to rehearse when i got home so i sat down that was it nothing was gonna work again and also i lost my voice this is why i'm sounding so sexy today mm. if only you could lose your voice more like completely, you know, where we don't have to hear you. And I could just do the whole podcast by myself. And you could look at you could you could answer through charades. You could act everything the, out. Look at the abuse I get. If anybody's out there, can you help me? <laughs> well, so how was um how was the weekend aside from the drinking and you feeling your age really kick in? Like anything new with the Congresses? I mean, now a lot of things are kind of opening up. Some some events are resuming. Um, I haven't been to that many uh, big events, but I'm just curious if there's any changes you've seen or trends. Well, 
the one thing I did notice in this particular festival was that the, the bachata room was like twice the size of the salsa room. Although they did have uh, like a salsa mambo room and a Cuban room, which was good because okay. uh, they were right next to each other. So I was in and out of both of them. I enjoyed myself in both rooms. But the, but definitely the bachata was more, um, there were more people. And uh, yeah, it was, it, 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 for me, it was a great festival. But it's it's so funny to see how over the years that, you know, when I used to first go to a Congress, it was like a salsa room and maybe they'll mix in a couple of merengue or what a cha-cha-cha, they mix in all little different bits of music. And then the bachata started to come in, little touch of bachata. Then there was a small bachata room and how it's just like grown. It's amazing to see, you know, and, um, but, I did say a few years ago, maybe four years ago, before the whole pandemic, I did make a conscious effort to say, I'm going to stick to the salsa room, not because I don't like how Bajetta is growing, but I want to keep people in the salsa room, in salsa. Right. It's not like- necessarily, get, you know, they, they can go and dance whatever they want, but, you know, don't forget that salsa room, that, that, that the rich diversity of movements that we can do the rich diversity of music yes yeah yeah i mean it's like trying to keep salsa alive we're like staying alive staying alive i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't care they know what's (laughs) happening we we don't need to explain it they know they already know now they're attuned to this i agree with you in terms of the growth of bachata we've definitely talked about this numerous times in many episodes yeah um, and I remember seeing that too. I remember the New York Congress way back when used to have this tiny little room, like a little yep. conference room, right? You had the big ballrooms for yep. the concerts yep. and the salsa dancing each night. And then you had these tiny conference rooms for Bajata, which I don't even know if they put a floor in the room, like they left it with carpet sometimes. And, but it was dark, <laughs> a playlist. black. Yeah, <laughs> a playlist. Yeah, DJ playlist. And it was really, really dark. And I remember going in there. Someone was like, yeah, I'm going to go check out the bachata room. I'm like, all right, I'll go check it out. And I walked in. I'm like, I can't see anybody. I'm out. Like, that's, this is not what I came here to do. Like, I want to go dance. I want to see see hands. I want to be able to, like, know where those hands are going versus, like, randomly feel them somewhere. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and and then I remember going to an event in, um, I think it was Texas. Uh, and they had this, they still actually dedicated a big space for the salsa but i think it's because they had the music the live music the concert so they wanted to have the biggest space for the musicians the concert but they had this other big room for bachata and when the night progressed once the concert was over like the salsa room felt empty because all of those people were in the bachata room and they are a lot of those people are actually pretty good salsa dancers but they did not make that um promise you know like you did where they're like I don't care if this is empty. I'm still going to stay here and kind of keep the salsa fresh and keep people like interested in being here and dance with the people who want to dance salsa versus leaving this room and emptying it out where even those people who want to dance salsa are like, well, there's really no one to dance salsa with. So I'll just, I guess I'll go to the bachata room, you know, then we lose another one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, you know, if you, if you are one of those people that do love uh, salsa, you know, let's try and keep it alive. Let's, uh, Make that little extra effort to go and enjoy. You know, the way I see it, you can enjoy any dance at any time with anyone. I've said this before. Whatever the music, let's dedicate a little bit of time to salsa. 
let's keep it alive. Staying at, yeah, I haven't got the, I haven't got the, a better link yet, but I'll get there. Well, we're, we're staying alive as, uh, as salsa dancers, instructors, and <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're, we're staying alive. That's the link. Have you ever done a bachata performance? I have not. Um, I'm trying to think because, you know, obviously the other thing that goes with age is memory. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know. Oh, you wouldn't? (laughs) Even though even (laughs) though I swear every time we end up talking about how wrecked you are from an event, as if it's the first time we've talked about it, like, hey, guys, you have no idea. You know, I, I used to be so this and we're like, yeah, we know, Leon, we know. (laughs) um no I don't think I've done a bachata performance I'm pretty certain I haven't although I have had some really good dances with people where people were watching almost like it was a salsa dance yeah yeah I I've I've had a good few uh bachata dances in the past but I think sometimes I feel like I might offend somebody by dancing my style of bachata in this day and age of uh sensual (laughs) you know like actually it was at my my place in uh, Paris, my club in Paris. I danced with this woman and she said, oh, you're too rough. And I wasn't, I was doing, I was kind of leading how I lead in salsa mm. in the way that I was trying to get her to go where I wanted her to go. But obviously it didn't feel like how she wanted to. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, <laughs> that put me off for a moment there, you know, and it's my damn club. I should go and kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? If people who organized events and they 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 were not good at dancing or someone complained about their dancing, nothing about the event or anything, but they're like, would you say get the get out, get out. They're like, but wait, I just came here. No, you just said that I was too rough. Get out. <laughs> you just said I lost time. Get out. Yeah, get out. <laughs> I said, Lifetime ban. You know what? I might start that off. Or or if they couldn't follow something, you're like, I that was a right turn. Why'd you go left? Get out. Out. <laughs> That would be good for a book. I might have to steal that idea. Well done, Magna. It's the first good idea you've had all year. <laughs> Dude, if that if that was in place when I started dancing, I would have just been dancing by myself outside the club the entire night. I'm like, can I come back in now? Nope. You still look like you suck. Stay outside. <laughs> hey, listen, do you ever did you ever had like this um card system? Like uh, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but uh like if somebody refuses, I don't know where this is coming from, but if someone refuses a dance, you give them like a yellow card. And then if they do it again, you give them a red card and then you will never dance with them again. You ever heard about that? I've never heard about that. My card system is way more forgiving then because I basically. Oh, really? Yeah. I gave people like a 10 punch card to to say no. I was like, it's more like a free subway. You know, those subway things where once you get 10 stamps, you get a free one. This was this was like you can say no to me 10 times. And then the 11th time you got to say yes. And then you get a new card and you can say no. <laughs> so I was way more forgiving. I guess we were, our pride was, uh, this is years ago. Our pride was maybe a, a little um, delicate. So we did had you, a noise like, oh my God. Did you ever give, did you ever do it jokingly with a physical card? Like actually give somebody a yellow card and a red card? <laughs> no, I just used to give the gesture. Like the, oh. <laughs> the, the sucker gesture. <laughs> Actually, that would be pretty funny too. Um, at an event, obviously like a more personal event, you could have a referee basically every time someone asks someone <laughs> to dance, they say, no, you go over there and you blow a whistle and you give them a card. <laughs> you know what? I think at one festival, I actually had a whistle. I don't know where it was, 
don't know what I was doing. I don't know why I'm surprised by you with a whistle because you always have had whistles in like Shibanik and stuff. Every single time you had, like every night you had a whistle. It must have been there. It must have been there. Okay. Some, maybe somebody was dancing funny and I, I gave them a, a yellow card because I didn't like what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I think I'm going to take that on the road. I'm going to market that. You know, referees in salsa, just come and judge you on your salsa while you're doing it at that moment. That oh, would be We so just talked hilarious. about keeping people in the salsa. Room I know. Now. This is what you had to put them off. <laughs> Let's end We're, it right there. Get to the salsa room, please. Please, we need you there. We went way off topic. Yeah, we went way off topic <laughs> and we made judging of job, like a physical job that you could actually take on and possibly get paid for in the future. Like, come here, be a referee in salsa. We'll pay you to go and judge people. <laughs> no we're joking obviously because i mean who are we to judge first of all i would say <laughs> you know both leon so and you're, i so you're are, telling the people to judge if we if we can judge ourselves and i i, I don't know this is no i'm much. i'm saying who are we to judge <laughs> in terms of us being very unconventional like i always used to say that someone was like oh you know do you ever compete like why don't you compete i was like because i would be eliminated in the preliminary rounds you know, they would be like, uh, I don't see a single basic step in there. I don't see this. I don't see that. Like, where's all your basic moves? You're supposed to be able to do the basic moves better than somebody else. And that's how you would advance. And I was like, I would come in there and be doing my own shit. And they'd be like, yeah, she's not dancing salsa. So I'm like, why would I compete? I'd be eliminated in the preliminary round. So if we were doing this referee thing, if we weren't the referees and someone else was the referee, we would have red cards already, basically. <laughs> Like, I don't like what you're doing. Why are you hopping around? Why do you look like you're doing jujitsu on the floor? Ban for 10 congresses. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, while you're listening to this podcast, if you listen to it on your phone, you can access, you know, different websites at the same time. Share it, share it, share it. That's all I have today. I have today. have to say, you started (laughs) off with your tongue twisting exploits and now I've caught it. Oh, my God. Cut that one there. (laughs) (laughs) And if any of listeners are out there that, you know, want to come to Europe, hook me up, hook me up, look me up, hook me up, look me up. Okay. So, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All folks. right. Let's end so, this yeah. episode. Let's yeah. end this episode. <laughs> Until <laughs> he, next time. He's still delirious. Until next time.